Hello, and welcome to Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. Jonah Hodges on. Um, he is a professional football player in Japan. Um, he also can share with us how it is being, you know, in a foreign country, living in a foreign country, all while this whole Black Lives Matter movement is going on and being biracial. So today we're really going to enjoy the conversation with him um, on this hump day Wednesday. Today I am drinking some wine, people, and don't forget, do not forget, if you like what's going on here on Let's Sip and Talk with Freeman, make sure you support so you can get you a Let's Talk, excuse me, Let's Sip and Talk with Freeman cup. The cash app is, bye now, the cash app is Let's Sip and Talk. And let's see if we can add I guess on today. Hey, how are you? How's it going? So far, so good. Can you hear me all I right? I can hear you great. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can okay, hear you. Okay, great, great, Jonah. Yeah, everything's good. Thanks for having thanks me. Thanks for having me. I'll say thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing everything with us. So I was just telling them a little about you, you know, living abroad, professional football player, and then also being biracial while this whole Black Lives Matter movement is going on. So, Jonah, I hope I didn't spill too much tea, but tell us a little about yourself. So yeah, my name is Jonah. I'm from Santa Cruz, California. It's Northern California. I'm about an hour um, south of San Francisco. And um, I went to Cal, I played football, obviously, as you, as you said. So I played college football at Cal Berkeley. And then I played football down in San Diego and um, had a chance to go play pro. And I ended up playing a little bit pro. I tried to go to the NFL. So I was in a mini camp with the Detroit Lions. Ended up getting cut there. Was up in Canada. They have a league over there, and then I ended up uh, getting injured and went to Japan. And um, I didn't know there was a league over there in Japan until I got there, and it was just a crazy experience. And uh, something I think I would recommend to everybody living abroad at least for some point of their life because I, I had a I learned a lot and it was just a great experience. Um, what what took you to Japan? Is that something you just went on a leap of faith and sat and said, okay, I'm going abroad. I want to go to Japan or, or something actually, you know, came into your life to make you want to go to Japan. I, th I think the audio just cut out for a second. It's starting to like double up. Uh -oh. Can you hear me? All right. I can hear you good. I can like hear you, but I think it's in the past cause it, maybe I should, Maybe I should cut out and go back on. The audio, I think, is messed up a little bit. Okay, you want to go out and come back in? I think that, yeah, one second.
am I echoing or anything being that we had to stop the interview? Okay. How about now? Can you hear me all right now? I can hear you good. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Sorry um, about that, yeah. Oh no, that's okay. Um I was asking how'd you what brought you to Japan? Like what made you go over there? So yeah, I still um I still wanted to play football obviously and uh, I ended up getting a message on Facebook from the the general manager over there. So I went on a visit for a little over a week and I loved it over there. Um met some people like Alan, you know, as you know, so there were some good people over there and I ended up uh, going back and playing for 2 years. So I just got back um in December but I was there. Okay, so you're still playing now, Jonah? Um, I'm not going to go back anymore. I ended up actually retired, so that was my last year. Oh. But I had a good I had a good time over there. So I played after college. I played for three years. Okay, well that's great. So mm -hmm. what's the now that you're back in the states? Like, what is the biggest mm -hmm. difference, or what what's the biggest culture shock, or what's so different that you noticed? from Japan into the States. I, yeah, I think it was just right when I had got there, the culture shock of already the first from day one, seeing the different from America to Japan. And then especially like, so each team's allowed four Americans. And so it was me and three others. And just, we were all blown away. All my teammates were either from Texas or they were from Alabama. So they, for, they was, Japan was the total opposite from those places. And then for us, like we stuck out like sore thumbs over there. So there's me, I'm biracial. And then both, all three of my teammates are African-Americans. And like when we would walk down the streets, it would just be a crazy sight to them. They would be staring at us. Like they had never seen anything like us over there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I know that's interesting. Yeah, Did it make you feel different. some type of way or you kind of like got used to it? I mean, a little bit, but all, at the same time, I understood because everyone out there to us, like everyone out there was looking the same because they're all going to work in their suits and ties. Like the trains would be full of these same height, black hair, Japanese okay. men. And then there's like football players here and there like us walking around in, in our sweats and sweatshirts and looking how we look. And at, we would get, we could just feel the eyes on us, but... It was different, but they also really appreciated Americans out there as well. So that was a good part about it. Well, that's good. I want to go back a little bit um, because I did have a few guys on that played in Japan, but I didn't ask this question because everyone mentioned about the camp. Mm -hmm. Is that something that mm -hmm. um, you have to apply for or are scouts looking at you in high school and invite you to the camp? Like, how does that work? 
Yeah, so like for Japan, when they were saying camp, it's probably our training camp. So every each specific team has a camp, and it's usually like a month, month and a half long, and basically just two a days or really long practices. And to get into that, we're actually that's when you're getting recruited. So we were all for us, it was professionally being played. So after you can't go till after college. Oh. And so we were getting recruited to play over there. And like I said, each team has four Americans. So the spots are very selective. And and uh, to get into the camps like that, that's when they, they'll contact you. Like they, they had contacted me through Facebook. Oh, wow. So they only select four Americans per team? Mm-hmm. Four per team. Everybody else is Japanese. So it's part of like the, the league rule so that, that Americans don't take over football in Japan as well. Hey, that, that makes sense. I never knew that, though. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. They even they even have that in Canada. So when I was in Canada, that one's more like 50-50, though. So there's a lot of, a lot of uh, Americans playing in Canada. But in Japan, it was four per team. Oh, wow. Okay, you the first told me that. That's mm -hmm. interesting. And it had to feel like an honor. You know, I would have been popping my collar a little bit that they chose me one of the four. Yeah. It's an honor for sure, but at the same time, like when there's only four, your four really click together just because there's so many differences. Right. So obviously we had we had a ton of uh, teammates that we, we loved and, and they were our boys, but too, like at a connecting level, there's, you know, me and then my three other teammates, we connect a lot, especially in a foreign country where our family is not there, our friends aren't there. Right. So that was... Uh, that for for being four that was one of the the things where it can be difficult at times but you end up meeting people and especially when you're african-american in a country mm -hmm. out there right. and there's nobody like you like there was for us that's how we end up like we would go to the navy so that's how we met alan and a ton of friends from the navy okay and um there's good connections out there so we we would we would all be connected it was it was a good experience. Oh, wow. Um, now, as far as, you know, you being biracial and everything, and everything that's recently started going on, well, we've probably been going through this, but, you know, a little more now. How is that affecting you? How did the, the protest, and, you know, if you wanted to go out there, it didn't go out there, but how did that affect you as an individual? Yeah, so for me, I think it was, it affected me just more like, being about what you talk about you know what i'm saying so if we're gonna post all this stuff on social media about black lives matter and and post the flyers and this and that and let's let's get brianna taylor's killers i think you should be out there in the streets as well making your voice heard right. so that's for me that's part of the reason why i've been more active than and going to protests and signing petitions and stuff like that okay did you um did anyone make you feel uncomfortable or question you or anything of that sort? They respected it. No. Yeah, not for me. I mean, especially because when I'm out there, it's me and my friend groups anyways. You know, mm -hmm. these dudes who I've, I've been with for, for years and years now. And um, I know what I am. I'm, I'm an African-American man. I'm, I'm a biracial man. I have my, my African side and I also respect and appreciate my Irish side right, as well. right. And I think I'm in a very different, I think I'm in a very different realm of, of other people and it's unique. But for me, it's not a, it's not a black versus white issue as with black, with the Black Lives Matter. It's more about what's right versus what's exactly. wrong. Exactly. And I think that's where a lot of people are getting to construe, you know, they feel like one race is, 
over the next and it's not that it's just about respect and everybody you know treated equally mm -hmm. um yeah so what would what, yeah, what sure. would you tell someone like uh you know the little Jonas out there that may be going through things in school because um you know i was speaking with a young lady maybe a couple months ago you know and she mentioned that she used to get bullied in school because she was biracial did you experience any of those mm -hmm. things coming up yeah, for sure. I mean, I've I've heard that my whole life. I think anyone, especially light skin, has. You know, we we get joked on and all that stuff like that. But for me, um, I think if you're comfortable in your own skin, it makes it easy. So if if I was speaking to someone getting bullied right. about what they look like or or their skin color, I would just tell them that God made you that way and be proud of who you are. Right, right. And what would you tell the ones that that's scared or even to the parents that's scared to allow their kids to travel abroad or to try something new? Like what Sorry about that. What encouraging words would you give a parent um to motivate them to let their kid go to Japan or any other country for that fact? Yeah, I think I would just say just because of experiencing a different culture, like that's the best education I've ever had. So the most like I've personally I've ever learned was been from travel. I wasn't in a classroom or or at a, at a college, nothing like that. I think you can learn a lot from traveling and, and being in someone else's shoes and being in someone else's culture. And then when you go back home too, it really has a lasting effect on you and you'll you'll look at issues and and things like that in a different way. I think we definitely, a lot of us need to travel abroad because every single person I spoke with had nothing but positive things to say, you know, and to be able to learn and just just try new things that have to be something that we can take with us, you know? So that's definitely some good feedback for us. Um, anything else, Jonah, that you would like to share with us um, to motivate us, to keep us going? Yeah, I would just say, you know, keep learning, keep uh, keep experiencing, um, especially with what's going on right now and, and this crazy time we're living in. Do your own research. Do your own uh, background investigating. Don't just go off what you're hearing on Twitter or on, uh, on, on the news, you know, and I think for everyone, you know, most, most people my age, most people... African Americans my age too, you know, we're using Twitter. Right. Like you can use it in a in a positive way. There's a lot of there's a lot of politics and, and good things you can learn on Twitter. It's almost like a newspaper, like I like to say. Okay, absolutely. And I don't think a lot so of people your, know that. Yeah, use your social media for good. You know, it's 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 only bad stuff and brainwashing if if you're looking at the same garbage all the time when you're scrolling. Right. That's so true. You know, follow, follow some follow some good good accounts here and there. I think we can educate ourselves. Right, and I love the fact that you said do your own research because a lot of people don't. They hear mm -hmm. it, they run with it, they don't even look it up before. Let's say they share it. You know, they're too busy sharing things. Don't even know if it's true. Before I share something, you best believe mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking to it to make sure it's accurate. Um, so I won't be giving out any false information. Yep. And plus, just you know, educating ourselves on all kinds of things and, and don't limit ourselves to what mm -hmm. we think we know. So that's true. That's very true. Joan, do you have any children? No children. Married, though, coming up on one year and a, and a few days now. Okay. So it was, 
Yeah, one year right now. Right after right after the marriage, I had to go to Japan oh, though for, wow. for four months for, for work. So. so y'all in a honeymoon stage. Yeah. Happy to be back. <laughs> it's still it's still early, but but we've been we've been uh together for a long time. So in that in that matter it's like half and half honeymoon. Well that's good. So next year this time I'll be interviewing you and your pregnant wife. Look, I'm putting it out there on you. <laughs> Maybe in two, in two years. years. Maybe in two years. <laughs> okay. Well, Jonah, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Just, you know, talking with you, chatting with you, and giving us those encouraging words. Because again, um, that's kind of the the what I want to do. I want everyone to see, okay, it's not that bad. We've talked to a lot of people that were living abroad, and I need them to know it's okay to broaden your horizons, to go out there, try something new. So thanks for sharing that with us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for giving us feedback as far as, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. How are you doing over there with the coronavirus? How is it over there in California? You're in California, right? Yeah, I'm in California. It's all right. I mean, we, we did, we had the first wave already, you know, and then it kind of backed off and people started not wearing the masks and we could go out and about. Also, it's summertime. It was super hot. So people would be coming to our city. And then now it's blown up again. So we're going through the whole second wave right now. So yeah. a lot of stuff is shut back down. Definitely need a mask if you're going inside anywhere. Right, right. Um, well, yeah. But I think it's just a patience thing. We're going to have to wait this out. Definitely. I think we have to wait it out and, you know, utilize the downtime. Don't let it utilize us, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Oh, how is it out there? Um, it's definitely spiking. How's it's definitely spiking here. Um, I see a good yeah. bit of people without masks on. Um, I don't know. It's you know, like we say, it's mm -hmm. mandatory. You see it on a door, but they still let you come in with no mask on. Mm -hmm. So it's up to the people to actually, okay, you know, make them do it. But people just don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> now, like that's how it was, but now that's not flying out here. Oh, okay. It's like if, if going inside, yeah, you're going to need a mask or they're not, they'll call you out. They won't even let you in. Oh, well, that's good because I've walked in a, ga a gas station and mask required. Okay, I got on my mask and this person here doesn't, but nobody says anything to them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It's weird. It's different. It's like some places you can, some places like in restaurants, if you're inside, you can't. So I think it depends on the county too. Like in my county right now, you can't really be eating inside. Uh, I went down south for work and it was like totally different rules. So I think it just it depends. depends on where you are right okay. now. Well, you just be safe out there, mm -hmm. Jonah. Again, I appreciate you for um, taking some time out today on this great Wednesday. What time is it there for you, Jonah? What was that? What time is it there for you? It's 419. Uh, that's um, PM, right? So it's not too bad. Okay. PM, yeah. Okay. Pacific time. Nope. I'm actually going to a, a protest today. Oh, too, really? So we're, we're holding, yeah, one of my, one of my homegirls is holding a protest right on the cliff. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to put some footage on the Instagram live, stuff like that. Okay. So, so I'll make sure I'll be on Instagram at six so I can catch her live. Yep. Go ahead. It's Jonah Hodgers. Uh, just search me on that and I'll, I'll post some stuff as well, like some links I've been posting here. And there. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll definitely mm -hmm. be tuning in. Yeah, Jay Hodges831. Joe Hodges8. Eight, eight, yep. You said Joe Hodges. What was that? Jay Hodges831. Oh, or you could just search my name, Jonah okay. Hodges. Okay. All right. I will definitely It'll be tuning in. And you be safe out there, okay? All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you me. for coming on. Yeah, you too. I appreciate it.
All Have love. a good day. Peace and love. Let's sip and talk. You All too. right, bye-bye. Peace and love.